1: Yeah, can we start
2: again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I've got to do better. I've got to do better. Let's just keep going. All right, come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, can we start again? Can <laughs> we start again? All right. I just don't think I can work with it. I think it's your fault. I think I can't pick up what you're putting down, Alistair. I mean, your beats are too too experimental for me. I'm, a, I'm a sort of a mainstream... Musician, hi! You're listening to Two in the Think Tank, tank, the show where we We try to come up with five sketch sketch ideas.
2: ideas. Uh, I'm Andy, and I am Alistair. So, what are you going to do about it, Mafa? And we're gonna we're gonna keep talking until I guess five sketch ideas come out. Five sketch ideas, yeah. Until they
1: come out of us.
2: Until they they Uh emerge, sort of like a like a whale coming out of a tunnel.
1: <laughs> Do you think that at the moment the ideas are in us, mm. and then we just got to get them out of here? No, they can't be because because they come out of both of us, right? Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I guess we're combining our our DNA in a way, aren't we? Yeah.
2: Are the the ideas are conceived?
1: We we conceive them somewhere in the space
2: between our brains. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe we're maybe they're mostly happening in one of our heads.
1: Or do you think one of us has to gestate the idea and carry it to term?
2: Yeah, or somebody has to get it to an idea. It has to become an idea. Oh, I don't know. I think there's loads of ideas. I think we're throwing out a lot of ideas, and then we're picking the one that... That survives, so it's more of an evolutionary process. more an process. evolutionary process. So there's lots of birthing happening. Yes, constant it, spawning, like all these yeah. little wriggly little things. So yeah, we're we're moving along, just dropping eggs everywhere. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and but you know, but they're they're fertilized eggs. Yep. And but only one of them will will A live hatch live. Yeah, and then it'll eat all the others.
1: Yeah, how would you feel if people laid eggs? What do you think that would be like? I think better. You think, I think it'd better? be
2: better? Yeah. I think I'm just like I'm bummed out women have to go through it. I mean like birth seems fine. Well, you th- but I mean what what makes you think that it'd be easier for women if we laid eggs? Uh, what are you saying like a chicken-sized egg? Well, I mean if it was chicken-sized eggs that would be way better.
1: Uh, that would be way better, but uh, you know then somebody's going to have to sit on that egg.
2: I think I would prefer it if they came out chicken-sized eggs. Yep. Right, you can put it in a little incubator type thing, little heat uh, red like, little infrared lamp on there. Oh, right? see that'd be but great. But then, but then the kids come out uh, about that size, and you put them under a different right. plan. No, no, no. And I reckon if they were just like a bit more capable, like if they could just crawl all over you, you know, like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, oh if yeah, your baby you could, you just could just really kinda, have some like, nightmares you know, about that. Yeah, you? climb up your back like that and just kind of rest on your shoulder. Maybe a lot. you could keep them in your mouth like those toads do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe you could do that, or just in your ear, or around your ear, <laughs> or or like or in like a little kind of like a little cat house in a hat that you would have or just a, like some sculpted hair like if you could oh, cuz a... that that like
1: if if there's anything in the human body mm. that is would in theory be good for a baby to nestle into yeah. It's the hair, mm. and yet it's on the top of the head in the most exposed and useless space for a regular-sized baby. Yeah. Like You see somebody walking around with a baby on their head, you're not thinking, oh, that's lovely. They're letting the baby nestle into their hair. You're yeah. thinking, that idiot's put the baby in a really precarious <sighs> position where it could be picked off by an eagle.
2: Yeah. but I always worry about say that. So
1: the baby's smaller, yeah. right? And you sculpt the hair or you let the hair grow big and bushy. Mm. I mean- if it was like a... Uh, if you had a really good afro going, it yeah. would be like a clownfish in an anemone. Absolutely. Right, And the baby could just sort of dart in and out of the afro, be, yeah. getting scraps.
2: Perfect setup for peekaboo as well. Oh, wow. Which babies love. Yeah. I mean, it could also work with just a, a top hat with a window. You know? Because, <laughs> you know, not everybody has hair, and so I don't think oh, that... Oh, man.
1: And then if the baby could make wise cracks. Mm. Just be perfect for like, you know, just sits in there and then like at the perfect moment in the conversation, uh, that little window, uh, it slides open. I'm picturing it's Mm. a, it's a sash window that slides up like that. And the baby just leans out shoulder on the, on the sill, and says, yeah, I wish you'd told me that last week, Barry, before I bought all this, uh, cotton.
2: (laughs) And that's twins. One of them's got a trumpet. One of them's, yeah. I think it would be more fun. I'm starting to think that maybe we should be raising our kids with a funny voice. Oh, hey, you got to go get your toys, see? You know, that kind of thing. thing,
1: Because you can raise a kid with any accent you want. All it takes is commitment.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just that most parents don't care enough, I guess, about their kids to sort of... To give them a fun accent or (laughs) teach them how to talk jive. I think, you know all that a parent can really hope
1: for their child is that they have a better lot in life Mm. than they did. And, you know, what's better than having a sort of a sassy Boston accent? Yeah. Very little. Ah,
2: Um, get out of (laughs) here. I
1: I had enough of your kids. Get (laughs) get out that bloody... uh, Yeah, Get yourself out of the drugstore. You
2: can make your kid sound like Kennedy. Yeah. Like, it took me roughly 20 seconds of doing a Marge impression before my, my... Son started doing it Imagine if I was doing A Marge impression The whole time Anyway Otis Come here
1: Otis So Otis Otis. would start Doing
2: that? I I I was walking around And for uh, For about 15 seconds Without thinking I was going Homer Homer (laughs) Like that And then he went (laughs) Homer Like that And I went Whoa
1: I think The Kennedy accent Is a good idea Because How many people Have you seen With Kennedy's accent one, right? And he was the president of the United States. Yeah. So that accent, as far as I'm aware, has a 100% strike rate
2: of having its bearers become Absolutely. the president. And it's not like we don't have celebrities here in Australia that don't have weird accents. That's almost a land of people that that get success, possibly due to their weird accent. Husey, Josh Thomas. Josh Thomas. Luke McGregor, into a certain extent. Yes. Uh, others. you know, I don't really pay attention to people outside of comedy. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, a lot of TV presenters. I think that's what we mostly just. You I think look. a lot of TV presenters though wind up with quite a generic voice. Oh yeah, absolutely. You got to be boring. It's, well. it's
1: interesting that like the newsreader voice that they've chosen to teach all of them is mm. just quite a, like a quite a sort of a mainstream. You know, because once again, I mean, that newsreader voice could have been anything. That could have been Irish leprechaun. That could have been um, angry aunt,
2: Yeah. screeching uh, aunt. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It could be. It could have been a Mugabe impersonation. It could,
1: it could have been Mugabe. Yeah, but we went with sort of mainstream, sort of uh, mid mid Australian
2: mm. slash British, yeah, affected sort of tone, almost like international waters, maybe mm. like two hundred k's off the coast of Queensland.
1: <laughs> you know, somebody
2: who owns a boat. But is from Australia, but has spent enough time ar- away mm. watching kind of Netflix mm. from America and things like that to sort of allow it to soften. And you know,
1: people talk about the um, the Mid Atlantic accent as being a thing that's sort of half UK, half US thing that like a lot of news readers have in the United States. Yeah, right. Mid Atlantic accent, but I think if you went to the middle of the Atlantic mm. and if you 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 looked at the accent that. Either exist there already, or if you left people out there long enough, the way they would talk. Yeah, I think you'd find that like the newsreaders don't really have that sort of affectation of like the screaming about the sunburn mm. and um, yeah. like swearing at the gods for putting them in this position that are like the mm. hallmarks of the mid-Atlantic accent.
2: Sure, I mean unless all the people that you put out there were newsreaders. Yes, you know, and uh, and then I guess in a way that would sort of be a way of reinforcing uh, the why you've called it the mid-Atlantic accent right and so I mean we justify like, it obviously there like... wouldn't be this you know newsreaders tend to take a lot of the passion out of their voice I imagine I don't know if they would be doing that with it going like and uh, the sunburn is now uh, uh, killing me slowly mm. you know whether they would just sort of just keep the same rhythm as they perished away due Are to this the... just in I'm eating Eric's bones <laughs> um and uh, another thing with a news voice—that <laughs> was a good one, Alice. Thank yeah. you very much. I was going to say something about seagulls eating my toes or something.
1: Um, is there anything we can do with that? Hmm. Right? Is there anything we can do with a mid-Atlantic accent? Like I, I, you know, it's not probably not a sketch that's going to appeal to Australian audiences. Um, there was
2: a few ideas there. There was the idea of raising your kids with a different accent.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I think there's something in that.
2: You know, and right? then there's also the mid-Atlantic
1: thing. Um. Um. I okay. So what? Uh, well, let's say you're raising your kids with a different accent. I think there are there there are definitely like ways that we could get really quite specific with this mm. that could be quite funny. Like like if we say you're you're raising your your um, um your kids with the accent of say, you know, an auntie on her third champagne at a Christmas function. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Or you're raising your kids with the accent of a um you know somebody who's trying to get out of the house uh mm. but um keeps um getting called back in, or keeps the phone keeps ringing
2: sure yeah right. or like or the accent of a person who's trying to wrap up a conversation <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know? think i think that's great um yep yep sure so okay
1: okay well yep <laughs> Anyway, um, it was great to
2: uh to to to
1: chat to you, and um, so we'll definitely uh,
2: sure, yep. Yep. yep, sure. Uh, but but then you you apply that to regular life where you go, uh, yep, uh, I'll have the steak and uh, <laughs> um, yep, uh, extra fly. yep. Uh, anyway, uh, and uh, uh two cokes, thanks. Yeah, okay. Right.
1: I think I think I think I think that is something specific. I mean in a way what we're doing here, Alistair, is a form of cultural appropriation. Like we are taking the accent of people, you know, who there are there are people out there who are genuinely trying to wrap up a conversation. That's true, I'm not yeah. sure if what we're doing now is sort of inappropriate. Um mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people who are trying to wrap up a conversation have been I guess stuck in that conversation for quite some time and find it very difficult to get out of that conversation for us to use their struggle, yeah, for comedic effect is yeah. um, hmm.
2: well, it's unfair, you know. But yeah, it's yeah, a, it's it's, a, a, it's, it's a, probably There's a lot this. of kind of generalizations get made about made about that, and so it's like you know how, how can you say that uh, all the people who are wrapping up conversations mm. sort of have ownership over that thing, I'd... and 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 also uh, what are you putting on them? Yeah, yeah. By saying that they all sound like that, yeah. Uh,
1: how can we do this same sketch and give them the agency that is required? Like you know, I, I imagine people who are wrapping up conversations um, probably find it difficult to get jobs. Well, uh so I, we guess, I guess I guess I guess we
2: could get the actors that we could get to play this could be, be people, people who are who actually trying to wrap, try to wrap up conversations. Wrap, yeah. I think that'd be that'd be a good start. But also, I think I'm allowed to write this sketch because that's I, I know that my dad has been a guy who's. He's actually currently trying to wrap up a conversation, <laughs> um, and also like, you know, not that I've done it heaps, but I've I've anyway definitely tried. Um,
1: yep, no, that's that's good, Al, and yeah. I, I think we, you know, we've done a lot of good stuff with this sketch. And uh, anyway, so thanks very thanks very much, uh, cool. and uh, yeah. Uh, well, so if good. we could just uh, yeah, all right, no, no problem. One, I'll see and, you. Um, uh, so are oh, you? Are you? Yeah. Uh, no, you. Sorry, you were saying.
2: I'm gonna just try and uh, wrap wrap up this sketch and uh <laughs> so before we go uh no, you're gonna be fine
1: i think i think i, I wonder if 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 this you know, you could you could do maybe do this a stand up somehow you think it's funny enough to do a stand up do you think anything yeah. on this podcast is funny enough to do a stand up yeah, yeah, there's currently
2: anything? some things in my show that uh are that are in there that they're that from this podcast See, that's, uh I knew that,
1: and I just wanted to hear you say it out loud it yeah makes me feel good. yeah
2: yeah, no that's good, and um but but I don't know if I've you know they're not hundred percent have justice done to them yet. Um,
1: Doing justice well, you've got to do justice to this yeah, idea. Well, I have, a, I
2: have a big part of my show that's about justice. There. The funniest topic of all.
1: Mm. Well, I, f- I think maybe injustice is probably slightly funnier than justice.
2: And you think so? Yeah, I think I think <laughs>
1: sort of the needless suffering of
2: uh, of, of various well many. Things. Mm. Uh, is 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 yeah. obviously hilarious. Uh, yeah, uh, but also you know the suffering of few can be also <laughs> quite funny. Oh, that's true. If it's if it's sufficiently unjust, mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's interesting the mathematics of it all of like you know small injustices mm. um, applied to a large number of people. Yeah, you know, to do with traffic infringements or
2: whatever that may be. Yeah.
1: Um, whether or not they add up to the significant injustices of a of a small group of people.
2: So, like, let's say, like a like a a small, let's say, like Chinese minority, <laughs> who have horrendous things done to them, mm. right? But let's say there's not, there's only like two hundred of them, right? 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 Uh, whether do they suffer more? Yes, than, than like, the entire like, like, population
1: so, of you know yeah, like let's Brazil.
2: say Brazil, a billion, yeah, like the population of Brazil. If they're Each, internet, if they, or if like the the taxes go up one percent, yeah, uh, for the poor, and but the rich get that money, you know, who suffers more? Who suffers more? Uh,
1: is there some way, Alistair, mm. that we could we could do a sketch maybe about about in like like, and I'm not sure if this is something we've done a bit of before, but like with with this idea of like bad traffic, yeah, right. Um, if there was some way that we could find that we 're able to sort of consolidate the frustration the traffic frustration and i guess I guess this is a thing that does happen right like if you 're making a decision about putting in a new road mm. say right mm-hmm. you 're going to make uh the traffic situation a lot easier for a large number of people yeah. right but there are some people who you're, for whom you 're going to make it worse, yeah right because now there 's a new big road near the front. House and maybe now they can't get onto the expressway where they used to or something like that. So, is there some way that we could find where we could make traffic flow perfectly for you know ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the population Mm. by making it utterly impossible for like one or two people? Right, like we if we
2: could
1: if we could if, if we could
2: consolidate all of the traffic problem. So like the idea that you're building this freeway and it makes it better for everybody except for one guy mm. whose house was sort of blocked in yeah. by by the freeway and is surrounded by walls now. And the only way that he can... Well, he can't even get his car out and he has to sort of scale the wall to just even leave his property.
1: So that's, that's very literal. Mm. And when you describe it like that, I, it, it, it absolutely gets the point of what I was trying to say. That's great, But it, it doesn't allow me to get the scene of him struggling in traffic, which is sort of what I think is like the comic scene of the shit.
2: Sure, thing. the comic scene, yeah, yeah. I guess because it's, it's just a it's just a wall climbing it's a movie. Man it's basically climbing a wall. It's just basically cliffhanger. Yeah, you know, and we've and Stallone's already done and that. And it's been done. Yeah, he's taken that fo- that format. That's as gone far as far as, it as, it as it's going to
1: go. Yeah, absolutely. The hanging it, from a cliff. I mean, obviously, Mission Impossible.
2: Yeah, but, did a bit of that, but they could only touch on it. Try to find some meat with Yeah. Yeah, like and the, you'll notice that they drop that really early on in the film. Yeah, like he starts out
1: he's hanging from the cliff, and then they saw this was going nowhere. This has oh, been done.
2: It's kind of like sorry, just to as a Mission Impossible sort of does does sort of like problem sketches where you know like a sketch show would do comedy sketches, right? They kind of do little problems that he has to solve and <laughs> sketches, you know, like that. Maybe that's yeah. just what films are. But um, I well,
1: people say that. Like in, in in when you're studying improv, mm. which we've both done a little bit of, Tiny when you're bit. doing improv, um, they say that problem solving sketches actually aren't funny. Like people don't want to see a scene in which people try and solve a problem. Yeah,
2: because that's not comedy. What that is is Mission Impossible. That's right, and and so, so that's that's perfect problem solving sketches. If you're trying to come up with Mission yeah. Impossible, uh, you know, uh, improvised Mission Impossible. Now we need to defuse this bomb. Now we need to go through this glass wall so yeah. that we can take the fish from the guy so that he leaves the room so that we can get his metallic laser key. Yeah, so,
1: <laughs> so people would you think people would go along to see that? You know, because people like comedy, people like action. Yeah. Like, could you have an improvised... Uh, Action in which you're not trying, not going for anything else. But I think the problem is, people would probably still laugh at it.
2: Well, that's the, but but then 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 it would. Pro- so I guess, look, people laugh at it. You're proving these people wrong who say that a problem-solving yes, sketches. Yes, people don't them. laugh at it.
1: You've just created a perfect Mission Impossible. Perfect Mission Impossible. Unfunny. Now, what we have seen from Mission Impossible is mm. that you know they keep making these movies. Ultimately, in each film. Tom Cruise does succeed yep. in the mission. So we do see that the missions are possible. Yeah. But I'm wondering if if maybe what the title is hinting at is that there's some broader mission that is impossible. Like maybe like what is it within Tom Cruise himself that drives him to keep doing this kind of stuff? And of maybe missions. the mission really is is not whatever he's trying to solve. Maybe it's not getting the laser key from the fish man. No. Maybe it's some sort of deeper hurt, you know, to do with you know, his upbringing, that he's he's not even confronting. Like, all of this stuff, it seems like it's a distraction, the way he keeps putting himself in these
2: extreme scenarios. Where like lo- what's he- Where loads of people die at his hand? Yeah. That feels like that's that's a problem within. You don't go into that kind of work feeling okay. He looks like he's
1: running away from an explosion,
2: but mm. I reckon he's really running away from his past. Yeah, that makes sense to me. This all makes sense. And, and you know, when you become one of these agents... You know, one of the benefits is that they erase a lot of that past. Absolutely, for you, yeah. You know, sure. and 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 just the it being done literally, obviously, is, mm. is probably works as a form of therapy for you to but do I, it. I think I think you're just avoiding it, right? No, of course. I, I you mean, can never really erase your past. Yeah, you can yeah. just r- erase the uh, electronic uh, traces, d- d- the d- records. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which so, you know, in, in, to a certain extent, can you know can save you some embarrassment.
1: If, if if that's what it is, if like, a, you know, some 1-300 phone calls that you made when yeah. you were
2: 17 or, or, are your trauma in your past, mm. then this could be a solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, that's not even a crazy thing for somebody who has, you know, maybe made a sex tape early on in their lives mm. or, mm. or you know, just whatever, you know, that, that I mean, that could be it. That could be, it could be a sex tape, it could be uh, maybe, you know, Tom Cruise early on sort of. You know, you know, some like some of his early works. I mean, it could be one of those things where you know, in primary school, year three, your school camp, you're walking through the bush. He lets, he, you know, maybe he lets out a fart or something like that. Oh no! And and it's and it's brutal for even even if it's just twenty five seconds, but he yeah. gets a nickname. You know, uh, the, you know, he gets a nickname and it sticks with him. Uh, Tom and Poos. Then Tom Poos. There you go. Yeah. Uh, now he's twenty five. He's finished university. He's There's trying to make it in Hollywood. Trying to make it in Hollywood, people, people who know him and they know and they meet the people that he, he you know, his new acquaintances and things mm, like mm. that. Everybody lets him know. Oh, this is Tom Poos. like that. And they, they 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 tell him the story. So then one day and he's he, trying to tell people, saying, Look, why not you introduce me? Can you not call me Tom Poos? Yeah, please. I am. I'm trying to make it here. Yeah. Like that. And then one day he sees an ad in a thing that's like. Pretty vague, but it's like working working intelligence, blah, blah, blah. This, you know, <laughs> get a new life. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe <laughs> Which is what I'm sure these ads look like. Maybe have, get a new life, <laughs> have you know, maybe have your past erased. Yeah, and then he goes, This could be my chance.
1: And so, and then they, he signs up, he goes, he does all the tests, he signs the thing, and they go through and they, uh, they run a, a magnet over all his hard drives, <laughs> they go into the bank yeah. and. Clinical looking suits with gloves on, and they delete a whole lot of records and they burn some stuff in a bin. Yeah. And then they go to his own old hometown and they beat
2: to death with a bat a whole bunch of people yeah. he went to school with. That or they just change his face a little bit. I don't know which one's easier. It <laughs> just change, easier to change his face a bit. You know? Well, maybe both. If you had a different face, oh, yes. That is basically the perfect way of changing your identity. I mean, yeah, you've still got your fingerprints. You're burning I'm, them off? I know, but but nobody in your life knows you by your <laughs> fingerprints. <laughs> like, all you just need to do is I just would, change your face.
1: I think people used to know each other's fingerprints, you know, but now what? that we've got mobile phones, yeah, no, nobody, know, nobody knows anybody. All the fingerprints, fingerprints are just anymore. on the bloody phone. Yeah. No, no. They're just never touching and sort doll. of...
2: Um, so, look, I think the Mission Impossible thing with... Where it's you know he's running away from something. Yeah, uh, that is a greater prob- uh, mission. Yeah, that is impossible.
1: I think like you know whether or not he could. May- maybe that's he goes. He's been given the mission, right? In a new film, he goes into the headquarters and he say, "Okay, well, so what's the mission?" And they say, "Well, look, there is no mission." It's and- time, Tom. Or whatever your character's called. Yeah.
2: Probably Tom. Tom. (laughs) Um. Cruise.
1: You've got to ask yourself, like, you know, you keep going on these missions. It's called Mission Impossible. Mm. You keep solving them. What does that make you think? Well, I'm very good at solving the missions, obviously. like I I can do them. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, but we, you know... You Know we, we, we make assessments of this, we know that you're very good at this, but we keep calling the missions impossible. Like, you know, the movies are mission impossible. The movies, the movies they, they refer to in the yeah. Um, so what do you, you know, what do you take away? Like, think about that, think hard about that. Like, what do you think that means for you? Say, well, I'm you know, I can do the missions, I'm good at the missions, I do them, they're, they're, they're so they're possible, they're not, they just
2: need but why are you doing this? Why are you doing? Why are you putting, you putting your life on the line for these missions? That's the mission impossible. Mm. Like to... there is no mission this time. That's the mission.
1: Oh wow! The the, the mission is to do do no mission and yeah. just to be yourself and just to live with who you are and just to turn inside, and just think. Mm. And then right? like he starts so... to
2: knit, and he
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: they send him home. Like what's he, he gets down a box of albums. He reads Jane Eyre. I feel like you brought up Jane Eyre last podcast. You've, you got Jane? Are you reading Jane Eyre at the moment? What is this Jane Eyre thing? I don't know.
2: I think it's just. I think it's just strange that guys don't recommend Pride and Prejudice or Jane Eyre to each other.
1: That is the thing. That is the thing
2: that guys don't do. Mm. No, but no, there's no guys recommending any Virginia Wolf to me. I've heard she's very good, but not from guys. Not from guys. It was a woman who told me that. I um
1: I don't know anything about Virginia Woolf. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. all I like all I know about Virginia Woolf is that she had a different nose to Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I think that's th- my one Virginia Woolf fact. I think she was a bit meta. Virginia.
2: Yeah. Or maybe or bit maybe like was, was she I don't know. If, uh, I I don't know what the word postmodern really means, but she might have been in that in that was she what? part of the bloom, bloom bloomberg group sounds pretty sounds bloom, great bloom, yeah i don't know she died in a river <laughs> <laughs> i mean you you lose you lose your your membership to a group as soon as you as soon as you die in a river you die in a river jeff buckley's not a part of any groups anymore sorry
1: no that's all right i mean yeah.
2: you you took this conversation you
1: threw it into the river alistair yeah that's true it's not a part of any groups now <laughs> um
2: uh, wait. all right, Virginia Woolf. Right, Well yeah. wait, we, we we were done with Mission Impossible. I think right? we're done with Mission Impossible. I okay. think I think we got everything
1: there was to be got out of that. All right, Virginia Woolf, James <laughs> Joyce. Right, yeah. we got we got some great great authors. Right, we have got some great authors who experiment with the form. James Joyce, Ulysses, obviously. Yeah,
2: I tried to read Ulysses.
1: You tried to read Ulysses.
2: Somebody told me it was too hard, so wow. I, didn't, I didn't even bother. Right, that's how hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> so hard I didn't even bother. (laughs) It's so hard. I'm like, well, you know, and it's one of those things, I don't know, somebody says something like, I've sort of seen writing like that, where it's like the words barely make sense, barely Mm. go together. Mm. These are not sentences, Mm. and this is like, it's written in some impressionist type way, where you're supposed to just kind of just let your eyes glaze over and just kind of run over it and try to get get a, get a, of a general f- gobbledygook yeah, into you. To try to like get a it's... random feel from it, and then
1: right and nothing really sort of happens. It's just a series of sort of characters and interactions, and mm. but you know the characters are
2: all fluid and maybe the t- time isn't even linear.
1: Mm. And you're like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, and then but then people say that's amazing, and so you go, well, I don't feel like you truly believe that. Is
1: this amazing or is it really bad?
2: Yeah. It's, I think, I think it's the same thing. I don't know if there is good and bad No. Nah. Right. Like, I think the things that are really bad are probably great because I enjoy them more. Right. You know, right. like, remember I got, I bought some, like, some teenage, some, you know, some teen novel that I got from some $2 store and I picked it up and I was like secondhand and, and I was reading it and I was like, this is so bad. And I was having a better time than I've had reading almost any novel. <laughs> You know, and the most of the time that I enjoy a book, it's because I'm going like, oh, this is,
1: this... Do you finish those books, though?
2: The ones that I love?
1: No, no sorry, I'm saying the ones that are ba- so bad. Well, I don't you...
2: even finish the ones that I love. Right, okay, yeah, so the ones so that you think are really good and yeah, you love them. You I'm, don't finish those. I'm, I was thinking about after Comedy Festival trying to finish my favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> I decided it was my favorite book, maybe like three, you know... Thirty pages in, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm almost four years into four it. years deep. Four into years this deep. project. Yeah,
1: that's Mission Impossible. Finish oh. that, That's a Mission Impossible. Finish that bloody book on your bloody bedside. Uh, Tom Cruise. Mate,
2: I haven't. Yeah, it's been, even been moved away from the bedside. Wow. Yeah. Um, Relegated. Okay. <clears throat> so. Sketches. What were were we just talking about? Oh, yeah, James Joyce, that kind of writing thing.
1: Yeah, like you know, and okay, so 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 what is it that 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 people have to say that it's great? Like, like is it a thing of like once you've read the whole thing, you've mm. got to tell yourself that it was good in order to justify having read this whole thing? Like, there's a once you get a certain distance into it, you're like, this had better be the best novel of all time. I mean, this is—you just got to yeah. tell yourself anything in order to finish it. You know, finish reading it.
2: Yeah, maybe it's just also it's like, well, look—you've never read anything like this before. Yeah, you know, there you go. That was that was a bit of suffering. That's what life is about. You get enjoyment from the pain of this. Like it's awful. It's. <laughs> Oh, there you go. I didn't feel like anything you normally do. There right. You know, that's, that's good, right?
1: And is it a coincidence that the people who've written the longest essays about this book also happen to be the people who think it's the best, right? <laughs> Clearly, the more time you spend absorbing it and suffering it, the better you think you have to you convince yourself that it is in order to justify
2: that amount of work. Yeah, that makes sense to me.
1: I mean, I, I would, I reckon you would find a hundred percent correlation with people who've spent a lot of their lives thinking about and talking about that book, mm. who also think it's good. Now, yeah. if people who had, who uh, thought it was bad, yeah. had spent, uh, or, or people who thought it was good mm. hadn't spent any time thinking about it or talking about it, I would trust their opinion more, yeah, because they've got less invested in it. They've got less sure. to lose. Sure. Well, I mean people who haven't uh, like Alistair for example, mm. you um were told uh, you you haven't even read the book. You haven't even tried to read the book. Now if yeah. you thought it was a very good book, I might believe you. Yeah. Because you've you know, you've got no skin in the game.
2: Yeah. Like I guess it's like it's like stubbing your toe, right? Sure. Uh somebody who, you know, somebody who does it a lot? Yes. Right? Like like a lot might start like professionally? It. Yeah. Might might be like Oh, my God, stubbing your toe is the best experience that you can have. It's actually more... It's very complex, and there's a lot of uh, deep tones to it and things Mm -hmm. like that. Oh, the throbbing. But people like you and me who just do it occasionally and have just kind of heard of... We do it accidentally. It's not like we we, just encounter... Or like at a party
1: when there's a lot of pressure.
2: Yeah, yeah. We do it. We go, we think, oh, my God, that's awful. It, It hurts. It's painful. It's the worst. Things like that, right? So, the... But, but people who do it a lot probably mm-hmm. love it. So, I I'm just gonna go ahead and just trust the people who uh, haven't been, uh, you know, uh, the word would be uh, uh, corrupted, compromised, compromised, compromised. Yeah. corrupted by certain biases in your right. head that right. come from uh, overexposure to suffering,
1: right? Or in 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 this case, like the bias of having read Ulysses, yeah, right? Like there is an, an inherent.
2: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Different bias in having read Ulysses in that you become one of those people who has read Ulysses. Mm. And people who have read Ulysses are more like – you know that's that's as far as a sample mm. of people go if you're going to just ask people who've read ulysses if they think ulysses is good like mm. scientifically speaking yeah. that is not a representative sample absolutely not no right so you've got to ask everybody right or you at least you've got to ask some sort of statistically significant
2: group that yeah. is randomly selected you might even have to just get kids and expose some to none, Right. expose some to the whole book, right. and then let others encounter little bits of Ulysses uh, just along the way. Now, like that maybe... might be unethical, mm.
1: right? But it might be possible to study this using chimps, mm. right?
2: It, it might be better using <laughs> chimps Sorry. or rabbits and putting <laughs> drops of Ulysses in their eyes. Okay. Okay, so
1: look, there may be something in that Ulysses thing, right? I want to move on to a new topic. Okay. Why are we still testing shampoo on rabbits? Because like who wh- how much better could shampoo possibly get? Like uh, I am mm. really happy with the current range of shampoo options and I'm 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 not convinced that if we continue to experiment with shampoo by dropping it into ab- rabbits eyes yeah. that we're going to be able to come up with a shampoo that is so much better yeah. than any of the current shampoos that it's worth torturing bunnies That's for. true.
2: And look, But also, how much better can you make, could you be improving rabbit's fur? It's already the most soft <laughs> and beautiful <laughs> fur of all. Surely, surely when you're washing it, you're not even seeing that much improvement. And maybe that's why we continue to test, because they they're not testing it on humans. Right, they're testing it on rabbits. And they go, well, it's... F- It felt amazing before. It still feels pretty amazing. Maybe a little bit more amazing, but Mm. I mean, the improvement wasn't that high. Right. So maybe what they're doing is they're testing it on
1: rabbits. They're like, wow. They they put it on the rabbit. Maybe they're not even testing checking the rabbit fur beforehand. They put it on the rabbit. They go like, wow, this rabbit's fur is incredible. Mm. They put it on a human and they're like, ah, this is kind of like long and stringy. Mm. This isn't the effect that we were expecting based on this test we did on a rabbit. Yeah. Better go back and do more tests on on a rabbit. On
2: a rabbit. Yeah but also just how much can you improve like i mean your hair is pretty clean most of the time yeah
1: but... yeah i like and 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 i would say that like you know we've 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 ticked off the big like percentage points mm. in terms of what shampoo can achieve and like i reckon like the first two or three generations of shampoo technology, we got 95% of the way that yeah. it's possible to go with shampoo. What did we do? We pro- Like, even probably so- just using soap yeah, probably gets you 90% you know, of the way get, there.
2: Get rid of the oil. That's pretty much most yep. of it. Uh, yeah, get rid of the dirt. Yeah, dirt. Get that out. And then, uh, you know, give it a bit of shine. You know? Uh, so, I guess this could come in the form of a...
1: Oh man! I hope the rabbits aren't being tortured for the shine. I hope, I hope that, that like whatever experimentation we're doing, is not, in order to get increased shine or bounce
2: on your hair. Bounce.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to test it on anything, I guess a rabbit.
2: Yeah, or a trampoline. <laughs> um, they so, but could this be like? It's it's sort of like a. A protest video, but that takes a different angle than you know. Because most of the time, if it's a protest on testing on animals, they just show you awful pictures of of animals being tested on, right? But that's not like obviously I'm already against uh, testing on animals just based on horrible things happening mm, to them. Mm. But I don't know any arguments about why they already are testing on animals, and I think maybe. Uh, what you need to counter is those arguments of why they are testing on animals right. which is by, and, and by, by countering that we don't need to even make shampoo any better. It is fine well could could we do this when we by seeing the people in the lab
1: working on the animals, mm-hmm. and like the chief scientist comes down and says, "Okay, so what are we working on today?" like you know and, and mm-hmm. they, they they come to the realization themselves that maybe this is no longer worthwhile Yeah. I mean, it's it's the really classic criticism of 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 science that people don't think is worthwhile is yeah. the thing of like, you know, oh, so uh, we're not curing cancer, we're not curing AIDS or whatever. Mm. We're doing this. Can we do a sketch based on that? Like, and I'm jumping away again. That's okay. That's okay. But like, it's it's such a common trope to like accuse people of like. You know, if so- if somebody has done so- what we perceive to be like a bogus scientific experiment yeah. on belly button lint or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then people were like, uh, "Well, uh, it's, we're- it's not curing cancer." Not curing cancer.
2: Yeah. What if everybody worked on curing cancer? <laughs> you know, or yep. Uh, everybody's mm. job was to just work on curing cancer, ending poverty, and mm. uh, uh, reporting. Atrocities in the Middle East on the Western mainstream media.
1: Yep, and one other thing, and the other thing has to be really absurd, right? And 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 minimal. Okay. Right, and uh, and that is uh, getting something to do with uh, a better type of tea bag.
2: You know, Great. Like, the teabag like a does like, that the string doesn't the come out.
1: String doesn't come out.
2: Yeah. And so, because I I guess the more you kind of would refine it, the closer you would get to a point where people would still complain about things. They go, well, why are we still curing poverty when we could just be, like, why are we still trying to get rid of poverty while we could be all curing cancer?
1: Right. Yeah, getting more and more people in there curing cancer. Like in And in, in, in everybody just works in one big cancer institute where everyone shouts at each other, why haven't you cured cancer yet? You're
2: all not curing cancer. Stop worrying about the abnormal cells and just stop with the actual <laughs> multiplication of the cancer cells. With, within the cancer w- within, curing within community. Within the, the
1: cancer curing community, like everything... Every, like if somebody's like oh I'm, I'm I'm looking at these uh these telomeres, which could be an indicator of um you know the longevity of particular cells, which we think if we buy effective...
2: why are you curing cancer? Why aren't you curing yeah. cancer? Why, why are you looking at telomeres when you should be curing cancer <laughs> that 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 argument still goes even deeper into the cancer curing community. yeah like you, why shouldn't why aren't you just standing in the way? while cancerous cells are trying to multiply, why aren't you just physically trying to stop them? Individually
1: by just... hitting them with a tiny hammer. Yeah. I, I There's that, a funny core to that idea, but that I, I, it's hard for me to get my head around. Can we just back up a little bit? Yes. And just go to... All right, I think there's something about the rabbits. I think we should write something down about the rabbits. Okay. Right? Uh, of the Like the... the, the whether it's 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 your idea and it's that you know it's a, it's a, it's a it's an ad saying like what do we need why do we still need to do this yeah it's... um or if it's the scientists themselves talking about that um i mean the 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 idea that scientists are on a day to day basis looking at something and being like or making the decision of like oh should I cure cancer today, or should I do
2: this? Should I? Yeah, yeah. that That is fun. Yeah. Oh, should I keep... Uh, should I see if I can make a seed that grows quicker, uh, you know, uh, sort of quicker dandelions, or should I cure cancer? Oh,
1: well, there's two doors that he can choose to go through, or, like, two uh, <laughs> folders on the desktop? Hm. Mm. You could open up
2: uh I don't know. Yeah. the mm. no sorry the, No no no, it's fine. They're, no, the, I'm sorry. Think, no, you're you're sorry? Should we yeah.
1: I'm sorry I'm not curing cancer.
2: You know, look, Andy, we're we're coming up with sketch ideas here. Obviously it would be better if we were curing cancer. <laughs> but uh but I think I think where the where the decision is made every day is kind mm. of an interesting idea mm.
1: like that. Or is is it sort of almost talking to you know your your significant so you're talking to your husband in the morning when you're about mm. to go off to work and you say saying he's saying you know, so what are you going to do at work today honey and she's like oh look I'm not sure you know I've got a few different things I might work on the um the the sort of the I've, I've got a sort of a balloon thing where mm. I can make that uh, that 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 stretchy end bit uh, easier to wrap around your fingers so mm. you can tie the knot in the balloon. And then there's a um, there's a uh, there's a cancer thing as well, so I'll just but, see.
2: Yeah, but you know what? I'll tell, I'm telling you what I'm definitely not going to do cure cancer today. I just I don't care about it. I'm not going to do it. Mm. I mean, you know, in the end, don't you think that uh, by contributing to a society that can fund the curing of cancer, uh, we are, in a way, no matter what we do. Helping to cure cancer.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, and, and I would argue that the less time that people have to spend tying the ends of balloons, mm. the more time they'll be able to spend either a, like if there's cancer scientists actually working to cure cancer, or b, um, if just in general society that'll contribute to the economy, yeah. increase productivity. That'll yeah. mean higher tax revenues and more research money that can be put into such things as curing cancer. Yeah, and so
2: you you could take the idea of, like, uh, you know, t- today in the news, there was a psychological study that found that people who spend uh, more than six hours a week playing the piano become much better at the piano than people who don't spend time practicing, right? <laughs> now somebody goes, ah, oh, well, that, well that bloody doesn't cause cancer. That's not, that doesn't, sorry, that doesn't, well, what, what are you doing, like, studying that kind of obvious shit when you could just be uh, curing cancer? You know, that's a bloody waste of time. And then... And then the whole thing is an argument about why this study has actually does contribute to the curing of cancer. Right. Um,
1: yeah. I, I, well, I mean, there's a, there's a thing of like to to get real. Can we? Can I get real with you, Alice? Please. There's a finally. thing where with uh, scientific reports, they always have to try and it's it's so, for funding. It's so important that media you get media coverage for mm. things these days. Like you've got to sell your stories in such a way that it it's it's got some sexy angle right like you yeah. could have done research on some obscure polymer that could have something to do with alzheimer's in rats right mm. but the headline for the article has got to be um uh rat rat uh, cure for for alzheimer's on the way thanks to australian university yeah, right uh so so what if it was like somebody has done research on you know playing the piano and mm. that sort of thing it was like so and and, and but then they're being Maybe the marketing department of the university, or whatever, or yeah. a journalist, or something like that, is coming in and saying, "Well, look, I, you know, I can't. No one's going to want to read an article about this. So, you know, what? what are there any broader implications of this the, the, of what you've found out here? Well, I guess I, we could probably extrapolate this to um, to saxophone players and and harpsichord players and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I suppose, all yeah. Or the
2: big string instruments. Hmm. Does it? Does it get any broader than that, though? Yeah. Well, I suppose if uh, you know, you, uh, you know, I suppose if 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 you know, if you s- sort of were to look at it more broadly, and
1: I'm taking off my strictly scientific hat yeah. here, but I'm saying that if, you know,
2: you know, I, I guess, I guess this this kind of learning could be applied to any, uh, you know, any field, and in that way, uh, just the knowledge that this is possible uh, mm. does, mm, mm. you know, does free up time in people's lives, uh, you know, to to spend their time more wisely. Oh, right, right. right, right so um and so in a, in a sort of a what about in like in a broader sense, yes. well, I, guess I suppose it's respond, directly responsible for, for curing, curing cancer,
1: cancer. <laughs> so you're saying there's a cure for cancer on the way, thanks to an Australian university well, it, 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 I mean that's not what it says in the report, strictly speaking, mm, but the but, implication is there but the, yeah. i mean if you know if, if someone had looked closely enough at
2: these results, they could see. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. I guess, yeah, yeah. I, I suppose. Look, don't. I never said that. Trust. Don't. Don't, don't directly. Coo- yeah, yeah. Don't quote directly me quote that, me. So. But uh. But this will definitely help saxophone players. <laughs> um.
1: Look, I think yeah, that's yeah, the, good. Yeah, that, yeah. So the piano, the saxophone, the the harpsichord, and you know, it's like, I, I guess you could picture like, you know, sports like you know. Skateboarding and that sort of thing, or a similar hand-eye oh. coordination, crucial stuff like that. And uh, then, mm. obviously, yeah, you know, the implications for cancer research are significant. Yes,
2: <laughs> I think I think that that's a great. I wrote it down even before we were um, we were finished. Oh my of,
1: god, I'm so glad we fucking got something <laughs> out yeah. of that.
2: And look, and Andy, yeah, I think that's an important sketch.
1: An important sketch, and I think it'll have some significant implications. <laughs> I wouldn't be
2: surprised <laughs> if it was involved in the curing of cancer. Um, we still need one more, and I know today we were a little bit. We're going late in terms of uh, going late. You know, we're 46 minutes in Ooh, and we've not, we're deep and we've, we don't have a fifth a fifth one. I think, I think we've probably been in this late before.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Fifth know. sketches come absolutely, Alistair. And, yeah. and, and for us to panic at this mm. point, you know, to start, start, um, I wouldn't panic uh, pointing fingers at each no. other, saying like you, Alistair, haven't yeah. brought enough to the podcast, no, or, that's, that's or, you know, whatever, or that sort of thing, like what really
2: eyebrow fashion. A eyebrow fashion. Okay, right. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, what have you got? You've got those vertical lines that you can just cut in there. You can sculpt, Absolutely, sculpt, out yeah, there. Yeah. And then there's plucking, and there's obviously, there's you, waxing, and then and there's then cosmetic there's,
2: tattooing. There's, yeah, there's the whole replacing of the eyebrow with a tattoo. Mm, mm. Um, I suppose that, you know... Do you think that
1: there's, there's, there's anybody who's ever got a cosmetic tattoo of a monobrow and then mm. had to have laser surgery to remove the, uh, the central section so that they can have two brows. Two brows, yeah. And one could argue yeah. that um, you know, if, if two brows are better than one, then uh, why aren't we then sculpting our individual brows into two further brows that's so true. that we actually have four brows?
2: Yeah. Um,
1: that is, that someone... I mean, that's just mathematics. That's just, I'm just seeing patterns there. You know? Yeah,
2: well, I mean, two twos is four. Exactly, you know, and, if two, and if two is better than one, then two twos is better than two ones.
1: Assuming that it does follow uh, a strictly, like, linear L- geometric linear... progression, it's not the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah. So, like, after two, you would obviously want three, and then you would want uh, five. Oh, well, that would be eight. interesting,
2: because if you did want three, then you would have sort of the ends of, like, the sort true. of the outer ends of one, and then the monobrows. You keep that mono... <laughs> Yeah. You said keep the mono so that you can have three, you know, arcs.
1: If you uh, yeah, that's a real missed opportunity that like do you think that the monobrow is a hangover
2: from uh when we used to be cyclopses? Uh I would definitely say that uh yes. So, I mean, uh, I guess I guess it's there's no two ways about it. You, like
1: cuz that's that's how people evolve, right? Like they started out with like one eye mm. and one nostril and one arm and one leg. And then yeah. over time, we evolved to have
2: two of most two first of everything. Things. Uh, yeah, I think it's when we were ripped apart, ripped apart from our uh, our spiritual our soulmates. Yeah, soulmates. Yeah, that's why there's now man and woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then, but then we somehow we got back together. Got double with the yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So wait.
1: I'm sorry. Just, just. Alice, there was something about you saying the words, got back together, which made me feel like there's a sketch about getting back together with something. You know how, like, I'm sorry, this is so tenuous, like Mm. I'm I'm feeling out here, just in the dark, right? But, you, you know, what do you get back together with in life? It's pretty much only... Ex partners that you get back together with, ex partners either in the relationship sense or mm. in the cop sense, right? Getting back together to sure. solve one last case. Yeah. Um. I mean, what else do you get back together with? Uh. The yeah. band. You yeah. might get the you band get back, back together.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I guess an old.
1: I mean, but, you know, can you reunite somebody with a um? With an old appliance
2: or a. a Getting the team back together. So guys, it's, it's a guy's. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those bowl scrapers and and a sort of. A, a what? A, a bowl scraper? You oh. know, like one of those rubbery ends <laughs> that is really great for just extracting all of the filling that's left in the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not good. Stuck to the wall. Uh, that and his, you know, obviously is his favorite bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or it could be. Uh, You know, it could be a woman and her uh, long-lost hobby of uh, stamp collecting.
1: They feel too plausible
2: to me. Sure. Right? Like, I'm, I'm... Well, I mean, the two halves of a person somehow getting back together, like somehow a person being split in half. I guess you could film it by shooting, like, I guess, half your body wearing a green screen on it. What about... Alistair getting back together with your old body hair,
1: mm. right? So, the clump of hair that was on your head and that is now in the plug hole, right? Could you get back together with that? And I'm, you know, yeah. either either by, um, you know, you, you, like it's 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 been a long time, mm. right? And then you, you, you see it there and you realize, you, you remember the good times that you had together. Yeah. And you... You pull it out of the plug hole and whether you put it back on your head.
2: What about, just 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 as a, just to add on to that, Great. you get back together with every piece of DNA you've shed. <laughs> like every part that at one point was you. Yep. Uh, somehow like kind of a magneto type mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Your fingernails.
1: And yeah, and you just kind of like...
2: Faces. Yeah. Um, the feces was not necessarily your, your DNA. DNA. I that mean, was, some of it would some be. Some of it would be, but you, you know, discarded cells. But some of it is just food, you know, but yeah. it's food, It's the food that didn't become you, really. Right, in a way, it's the least of you. It's the least of you. Um, I felt like singing All of Me. Mm-hmm. All of me, wanna take all of me. I guess that's what happens. Uh, it's when two people uh, get married, but then they decide that they want to give each other they want, mm. they want to give their all. They want to give their all, and so then they go and stand on top of a sort of a, it's like a, it's quite a, you know, a sacred hill. Yeah, and it's they not put a their, mountain. They put their arms in the air, sort of. Uh, I guess like a, like a. Who's the uh, the guy with the who never doesn't get killed, but you got unless you cut off his head there. Highlander. He's like a Highlander, instead. But instead of lightning, mm-hmm. they go ah like that, and then all. The parts that used to be them little dry dry bits of skin and hair and pubes and, and like, sweat and things like that. All just kind of, I mean, sweat's not DNA, but like that. And they become this kind of huge, puffy blob of... um, And that's all of me. That's that's all of me.
1: My love, you are so precious. I want to give you all of me. I want to give you everything that I am. And Mm. also everything that I have ever been. Yeah. And uh, so here, here I am,
2: and and that makes big old blob.
1: I I think about that as an aside, Alistair, I think about that with money sometimes. Mm. I think, oh, imagine if I never spent any money ever, I'd have so much money, and then I think about what it'd be like to get all the money that I'd ever spent back again.
2: Oh well, you know, anyway. if you if you if you were to do this thing, you know, of course maybe... I'd be dead. But well, that's fine. That's... <laughs> But then you'd probably also be dead if you got covered in all the skin particles that you had lost (laughs) over you. That's true. So, um, look, I know it's quite disgusting, the idea of... It's quite disgusting. um, (laughs) But but being faced with your beloved, but then you see them covered in all the dead skin that they've lost over time, and all the pubes and hairs and stuff like that that cover their body. But, I mean, when you accept somebody into your life, uh, you know, and you make a vow to be with Mm. them forever... Uh, in health and in fitness mm, mm. Uh, and in sort of all the dead cells that they once had on their body. Uh, I think that that's, you know, that that's a bigger gesture in a way than... than absolutely, being able to accept
1: somebody for um, what they really are, which is a person covered in all their <laughs> dead um, biological matter. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, that's a beautiful thing. What if, like, just to make it slightly more... Achievable, realistic, and maybe like a little bit more real world. Yeah. It was somebody who says, "I, you know, says that I want, you know, to give you all of myself." Yeah. And then they are they are just somebody who has throughout their life collected all of their old hair and fingernails and you know skin scrapings wow, and that, that sounds sort of thing. Much more achievable in a but... in a you know in boxes and jars and that sort of thing yeah. in a basement. Is is it possible to just derive a sketch more from the um? Sort of th- that character piece mm. of that person, and uh, and the reactions of their loved one. You know, say, "Well, you love me, don't you?" Well, of course I love you, Eric. Well, then you know this. This is all. This is all me. You know these are the yeah. toenails. They're me, this, aren't they? Yeah. And then, and then how was, are they any less
2: me than? Absolutely. You? And then she was like, "Go on." <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Go on, what?" you know? You know, run your hands through it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, feel free to play with it.
1: So you want to, you know, want to surround yourself with me? I've got, I've got a big tub of my hair.
2: I've, i saved myself for you. Oh, Alistair. <sighs> hey, and now it's yours to do whatever you want with it. Burn it. <laughs>
1: Burn it in a pit.
2: No, no one's. All these things—they're all pure. No one's ever done anything to these. They're all
1: yours. All my teeth, all, all my, my baby teeth. Te- a little jar teeth. there, all my ba- baby yeah. teeth. Well, you can—you can put those in your mouth and just swirl <laughs> them around, and it'll be like you're kissing me at every stage of my life. <laughs> Let's make out with my baby teeth in your mouth, baby. Baby. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine
2: yeah. kissing someone with a mouthful of loose teeth? <laughs> yes, I can, Andy, And <laughs> yeah. it makes me happier than I've been all day.
1: Well, I think if you can't imagine that, I reckon just get somebody to have a mouthful of um, peanuts. Don't get them to chew yeah. them. And then make out. And I reckon it'll be very similar. Yeah, Just I a mean, handful.
2: I think peanuts would be still like, like an adult's tooth, teeth, but... If sure. like if you want lentils, to do baby's tooth like, th- maybe yeah, maybe lentils or sort of short grain rice. <laughs> that that's way too small. Too small. Well what about like a real small baby? Or or it's like, you know, what if you were kissing a like a like a spider monkey baby?
1: Yeah, spider monkey baby.
2: Yeah.
1: If you want to know what it's like to kiss somebody <laughs> with a mouthful of spider monkey baby teeth, just um, some rice. Just some short grain rice. Yeah. Or maybe long grain. Yes long grain I oh. mean, have the teeth been taken out with a root and all, or are they have they come out fallen off naturally with a root root and all root and all well then that you're looking yeah, at a long grain yeah you look at a long grain um I think that's terrifying, yeah that's terrifying, and I like it i mean that's almost as disgusting as the thing with a guy with a spider in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's more disgusting really well it's it's got a more like sort of it, it, it feels realer to me. It feels like there could really be a psychopath out there who, who, who has done this.
2: Uh, and the fact that you're only finding out that this person has done that uh, right after you've married them and they're ready to share all of themselves with you. Mm-hmm. That is a great, like, sort of like, like you just walked into a room and the, the person you're with has just locked just the, door. the
1: door. I don't think they've locked the door, but they've definitely closed it, closed it and they're standing between you and the door. Yeah. So you're going to have to ask them to move in order to
2: leave. No, I think it's one of those, like, because it's, it's a marriage, it's a marriage, so you have to ask a lawyer to open the door for you. Oh, no. Gotta <laughs> get a lawyer involved. Anyway, look, I think that's our five sketches for today. Yeah, yeah. That's a um, sketches. This is where you got specific act- accents to raise your kids with, uh, mm-hmm. people to... In, you know, in the, uh, one example of an accent is the people who are trying to wrap up conversations. I
1: think that's such a good example, Alistair. I was really proud of you when you came up with that Thank one.
2: Thank you very much. It's probably one of the only good contributions I made today. Uh, greater Mission Impossible, which is the greater mission behind all the missions that are so-called impossible. But mm. this is the true one that's impossible, uh, which is the one that's stopping him from quitting being a Mission Impossible guy. Yeah, you know, what's, what's driving him? There is no him? mission this week. There's no mission this week, and that's your mission. Mm. I will now self-destruct. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> uh,
1: I, Aren't you going to self-destruct? No. No. No, I'm just going to sit here, and if you need to talk to me, I'll be here.
2: Oh, I find that so satisfying when the message destructs.
1: <laughs> well, that's because you, you want to run away from the past. Yeah. You know, or it's it. it Nothing. Things aren't that simple. You know. Sometimes people tell you things that you're not ready to hear, and you've just got to be there with them in that moment. Yeah, and so not everything self-destructs. And okay, I do self-destruct in this case. Yeah,
2: I do. Yeah, but but in I think my point still stands. Forty or so years. (laughs) Anyway, uh, testing rabbits, testing on rabbits, and why are we still testing on rabbits? Uh, But like from the point of view of. Uh, shampoo has come far enough, and the improvements that we're making is probably not as.
1: Yeah, great. I mean, of the things that we're testing on rabbits, like I want, I want something to be above a certain threshold in order for. It's not curing cancer. To, it's not curing bloody cancer, is it? Yeah. Or what about if they're also testing other elements like the marketing for the shampoo on rabbits? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> See good. See who responds yeah. better to like, different designs of bottles. Yeah, and. Uh, the... His... <laughs> It's my complaint, right? Yeah. As a guy with really bad eyesight, mm. who showers without his glasses on, so often, if I'm in a strange shower, I can't tell which one's the shampoo or the conditioner. Yeah, right. I you think know, so strange shampoo and conditioner bottles. Oh, I know,
2: but, it, but all, the worst thing is when you can't tell which one is the the, bot- like the bottle that's got all the, um... Body, body wash? No, no, the, um... Uh, semen? No, no, the, uh... The sort of like the crazy glue, you know, in the bottle. <laughs> you, know, and you end up in a real comedy situation <laughs> with your hands stuck to your hair. Um, And then uh, there's the study. Oh, yeah. Study headline ends up with being about Australian University curing cancer. and But it's like it's the person pushing for that mm. for the angle so that they can get their funding or whatever. Mm, it's just I like, think the journalist as well. Who yeah, the journalist who just wants to have a story s- out yeah, there.
1: Exactly. I need something I can sell.
2: And I've been wanting to headlong. find, I've been wanting to find something about that exact topic for so long. Really? But yeah, just about like, just how shitty science reporting is in the mainstream media because everything is simplified to a point where it's like, well, this is this amazing thing happening, and then you read it and you go, well, it's not so amazing if you really look into it. It's actually pretty complicated. People are,
1: and then people lose faith in science because, like, five mm. years down the track, well, we don't have a cure for Alzheimer's, but we're told that there was one five years away. Yeah. They've been telling us that forever. Yeah. Man, when's when is somebody gonna bloody come up with a cure for that, eh? For yeah. bloody misinformation in the uh, in, in science reporting.
2: Well I'm not sure, but if it if it leads mean, it's to not a cure curing of, cancer, if, yeah, if, if it leads to a cure of cancer, then we'll probably report on it. And uh, and I want to give you all of me is our final sketch where a oh a new partner has collected all the shed DNA, skin, hair, mouth cells. All um, of me. Don't take all of me.
1: You're so good. You've been listening to Two in the Think Tank. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us. I'm at stupid old Andy and Alistair. I'm at alistertb. And together we are at Two in Tank. We're a part of the Planet Broadcasting uh, Podcast Network, podcast Network Home to so many wonderful podcasts Do so go really on I encourage you to go and listen Steel to all Wars. of them Do go on uh, Recorded in this very podcast yeah. uh, studio here The Weekly and, uh, Fantastic people Weekly Planet I mean the granddaddy
2: Yeah If you look, go out there Listen to the Weekly Planet uh, they, they, got, they got some great stuff going on Listen to, listen to that Comic book movies
1: Yeah it's, it's good of us To throw them a, a bone no, And uh, um,
2: look, recommend them You know It's like when you go out With your rich friend Right You yep. go out to, for, to dinner With, I with, know, your, with I know. your rich friend I know you who go, you're talking sometimes about Sometimes it's nice If you just pay for them Yeah <laughs> You, know, you well, know, the people who are rich friends are sick of having to feel like they have to pick up the bill all the time. And I feel like probably people with much bigger podcasts than, than, than us mm. are sick of feeling like they have to promote our, pr- promote our podcast. And yeah. you know what? Only, of all the podcasts, only listen to The Weekly Planet. You know Stop what? listening Stop to this Stop listening one. to this one. <laughs> we don't need you. Yeah.
1: All right, we're fine. You go over there. I think the people, the rich friends who uh, who... You know, that's the real meal for them is, is getting their
2: meal paid for. Mm, that's right. And that's where their riches actually come from. Right. Yeah. So they weren't rich, really. They No, they're really rich. But it oh. all comes from being like the, the richer you are, the more money you end up making because the more you seem like you're super rich and people right. shouldn't. People insist on buying the dinner mm. to prove
1: that they don't need your charity. Mm, exactly. When, yeah, of course. Haven't paid for a meal in 15 years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we just can't stop coming up with sketch ideas. Oh, I'll tell
1: you what, a crowdy
2: powerhouse. We love you. We love you.